0: Good morning, everybody. It is 11 o'clock. Welcome to the Grand Isle Council meeting. It is Wednesday, July 26th. We are in the Grand Isle Multiplex, 3101 Louisiana Highway 1 in Grand Isle. Thank you all for being here today. This is obviously a special meeting for us every year. We love getting down here and seeing everybody and uh, making the parish a big part of Grand Isle for at least this day and then through the weekend for the Tarpon Rodeo. want to recognize some people who are here. And if I leave anybody out, then stand up and tell me I left you out. But I think we got everybody. Some of our elected officials who have joined us. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser is here. He's got a presentation for us in a moment. Uh, Assessor Tom Capella. Sheriff Joe Lapinto, Clerk of Court John Gigenheimer. Harraham Mayor Tim Bodier, Grand Isle Mayor David Carmendell, of course. And Senator Pat Connick. And... I'll let you introduce your council when you get up. Unless you want to do it now, you can introduce everybody. Okay. Is there anybody I left out? All right, good. I think we got them all. All right, this meeting is now called to order. Again, thank you for being here. I recognize Councilman Edwards to introduce his guest to lead our invocation this morning.
1: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest this morning. Father Mark Toops is a Catholic priest 22 years uh, for the uh, the diocese of uh, houma Thibodeau in South Louisiana, where he serves as the pastor of Our Lady of of the Isle Catholic Church in Grand Isle. In addition, Father Mark uh, is the co-founder of Ministry for uh, Priestly Support, where he works with priests from across the country, both in spiritual direction and executive leadership monitoring. He is the author of 11 books and four uh, eight-week videotape series. Uh, it's my pleasure to, to welcome him here this morning. Uh, Father uh, Toops received his undergraduate degree from Nichols State and his, his uh, Divinity, uh, Master's of Divinity from Notre Dame. Uh, Father Toops. Welcome. We appreciate you being here today.
2: (laughs) Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life, and we thank you for the gift of um, our beautiful island, the community here, not only the people who who live here, but the people who uh, enjoy this little sanctuary. We thank you for the gift of our local leadership, as well as our parish leadership, and all those who are working tirelessly to rebuild our island, as well as uh, the entire um, South Louisiana Gulf Coast. We pray for uh, your blessings upon the meeting today. May all that it is deliberated here be to your greater honor and glory. May you continue to use the, our elected officials as your instruments, that you would bless them in their own particular ways. May your kingdom come and your will be done. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord.
3: Amen. Amen.
4: Look to the left, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and, and to the republic for which it stands,
3: one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Thank you both. Uh, Madam Clerk, please call the roll.
5: Yes, sir. Chairman Walker. Present. Councilman Templet. Present. Present. Councilman Edwards. Present. Councilman Bonanno. Here. Councilman Lee. Here. Councilman Impostato. Present. Councilwoman Van Rankin. Parish President, Ms. Lee Shang. And I've completed the roll. Thank you, Madam
0: Clerk. Madam President, the floor is yours.
6: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I want to start. I just got to see my one of my oldest family friends, P.B. Candy's here. Um, P.B., you know, we're here back for the Tarpon Rodeo. Uh, Frank Besson, I had the honor of being the president last year, so Frank Besson is here. He will be the president of the rodeo this year, so I wish him an incredible weekend. We look like we're going to have wonderful weather. Is he still in the room? He was just here a few minutes ago. PB and Frank, they might have just stepped out. Um, oh, there we go. There's Frank Besson. He is the president of the rodeo this year, so just want to wish him an incredible weekend. I had the time of my la- life last year, so I hope, that, I hope that's ahead of you for this weekend, like I had so, so much fun. Um, I will go ahead and start my remarks. Um, it's been two years since Ida. The island looks absolutely incredible, and I wanna give credit to so many people, but you know, to so many of our teams who have worked tirelessly over the past couple, couple years to make that happen. Um, but we know it's, it's been a huge team effort to get the island looking as good as it is today. Um, I wanna thank our um, public assistant grant um, program, um, public safety grants and administration, who currently still has 11 projects processing through FEMA's Public Assistance Grants Portal system and we watch that and really kudos to them because of all the parishes in the state they have gotten reimbursements quicker than anybody so they have the highest number of that and that's due to their work. In terms of our water department, we've spent approximately 50 million dollars on Grand Isle water system because of hurricane related damages, the Chenier pump station um, is currently under construction. The project is going to be able to provide emergency water source to the town of Grand Isle at a cost of $6.2 million. And we have several other projects that are in the design phase, um, including the lowering of the Grand Isle water line, um, which we're hopeful to get additional money from FEMA for construction of that. That is a hefty project at 66 to $70 million the Grand Isle waterline loop, which is also contingent on federal dollars for construction at a cost of six million, the Grand Isle valve platforms, which is fully funded, and will move forward once the design is complete. That's an eight million dollar project. And our water department is also conducting a chemical and feasibility study, which will provide a cost-effective way to treat the water in Grand Isle. Additionally, this study will design a second water line along LA-1 to directionally drill a water line from Chenier to Bridgeside, increasing the water capacity to the island. And then what's going on throughout the parish because of the the increase in the fees and being able to invest in our water infrastructure, which is so critical to our economy as well, Um, we're gonna be installing metering, advanced metering system throughout the parish, and we have put Grand Isle in the first phase of that, phase one of that uh, will be on Grand Isle. Um, and that's gonna start in the first quarter of next year and the council's currently um, hiring the professionals to do that work. Um, in terms of great drainage and our public works, from May to June, we had a lot of teams down here um, doing work sweeping and cleaning over 20,000 linear feet of open dished, ditches, cleaned more than 9,000 linear feet of drainage culverts, hauled nearly 3,000 of materials to debris sites, um, and provided over 3,400 hours of man hours of service Additionally, a hydrographic survey is being performed in the waters on the northwest side of Grand Isle. And the survey is gonna identify underwater debris that may cause navigational hazards between the area of Highway 1 Bridge East to Port Lane and north approximately one mile off the coast. Um, In terms of pump stations, the Orange Lane pump station is complete in Jefferson. The design is complete and we've committed over a million dollars in Go Mesa funds for that construction along Orange Lane. That's going to help, obviously, during street flooding, um, heavy rain events. And then our eco- ecosystem and coastal management group um, partnered with the Grand Isle Independent Levy District and the Coastal Protection and Restoration Authority on the Chenier Caminata Emergency Breakwaters Project. Um, the parish assisted with $850,000 in Go Mesa funding for the design of this $9 million project was complete by um, June 1st, 2023. And um, this project provides five rock breakwater structures at various lengths along that shoreline. So um, also our f- floodplain and ecosystem teams revisited 260 substantially um, damaged structures in May of 2023, documenting more than 100 structures that had been demolished by the owners. The remaining structures are also going to continue to be monitored and periodically um, monitored to ensure compliance with FEMA rules in that post-disaster environment. And then in terms of environmental affairs, um, working with the town of Grand Isle, doing the debris monitoring related to structural demolition due to substantial damage from Hurricane Ida, a total of 81 applications have been received, 31 property owners have since opted out of the program, and the remaining 50 applications are going through the evaluation process uh, through FEMA. In terms of our Parks and Recreation Department, they've gotten the the pavilion back up and operational. All the pavilion lights have been changed out to LED lights. Fencing has been replaced and our recreation team helps with the maintenance of the pavilion year round. And then I just visited um, and I was able to see the beautiful Grand Isle Library, which is happily no longer in this building. Beautiful new location, just visited there. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous, a lot of books there. That library right behind us um, also holds the new library of things. So not only can you check out a book or a DVD, um, you can also check out things, which um, for Grand Isle revolves around nature, bird-watching backpacks, binoculars for children and adults, field guides, metal detectors, family board games, um, those kind of things. So we're really happy with the Library of Things project and glad that the Grand Isle library is one of those pilot projects for the Library of Things. Um, we also have to do a thank a lot of citizens on Grand Isle. The Jefferson Protection and Animal Welfare Services wanted me to make sure I called out their names. Um, these residents have helped us. Um, and their volunteers trap and successfully spay and neuter over 150 cats on the island um, since January. So Linda Goldman, Sandra Townsend, Helen Tabor, and Darlene Taylor, thank you so much for your work and for volunteering for our j um, And then the work continues for this weekend's tarpon rodeo um, preparation. We always want to make sure the island is in, in great shape. We know um, it's a big, big weekend for us in Jefferson Parish. Our streets department has milled asphalt for all the beach access roads. Uh, moved and spread the sand, and continue to send um, teams to, to the beach and through the rodeo. Our engineering sign shop has provided and installed um, over 250 street name signs, over 100 beach crossing signs, and 167 stop signs. Our skated division has inspected the electrical system at the pavilion and provides technical support through the rodeo. Our recreation department, tents, barricades, man lifts, hang batters, dumpsters, picnic benches, and PA systems, um, general services providing flags and water in preparation for the weekend. And then our par- Parkways Department helped get the Grand Isle sign refurbished um, last month, thanks to the funding from District 1. So a lot of, lot of people. Streets Department um, has people down here as well. So, um, Mayor, thank you for your partnership. Thank you for your team working with us. Um, you, we know this is the passion of your life, the beauty of this island, and getting the island back up, back up to speed. And we're, we're proud to be a partner with you in that effort and look forward to a great... A great weekend. So I will move on um, to other items. Um, Number six, the council members were asking for your favorable consideration. This is regarding insurance and if anybody asks me what I think the biggest threat is in Jefferson Parish, I'm going to tell you insurance. Um, I got caught up in it myself. We had insurance companies just leave the state. I got a notice saying we're dropping you, you have 30 days to find another insurance for your house, for your dwelling, and it was more than double the premium. A lot of people are getting caught up in that. A lot of people are on this on the systems um, on the state 's um, system of last resort, which is citizens' insurance. so um, the Home Builders Association saw the crisis that was happening, and what when we have to compete, remember, none of the insurance companies have to be here in Louisiana since Hurricane um, Katrina, the insurance companies in total collected 2 billion worth of premiums and had to pay 14 billion in damages. So that is not a business model that works for anyone. So we in Louisiana, we can't force insurance companies to be here, we have to beg for them to write policies in Louisiana. And the Home Builders Association realized early on that this was a, a critical situation for us. When you compare us to other states, what we don't have that works in our favor is good data. And the insurance companies wanna make sure their biggest risk is if the roof can stay on your house, Um, and the insurance companies realized we don't have good data here um, in Jefferson Parish or in the state of Louisiana. If a homeowner says the the roof is five years old, it's just the homeowner's word because we don't permit it. Um, And so there's no official data on that. It's not captured. So the Home Builders Association in January um, passed a resolution asking local governments to start permitting the roof uh, replacement after a hurricane or at any time, which we never did before because we never wanted to... Um, hinder the restoration efforts. It would have really hindered if everybody had to get a permit for the parish after a storm to get their roof replaced. Um, Legislation was passed this session to be able to accept geotagged and geolocation video or photographic evidence. And once that was passed, we certainly can do this now. And we will be in compliance. And we certainly wanted Jefferson Parish to be one of the first parishes ready for this. So the council is going to um, take up this measure today. It's, It's number six, which would... Um, require a permit if you need over 50% of your roof replaced. And we in Jefferson Parish, working with the council, want to make sure that no restoration efforts will be hindered, that we're not going to be delaying this process at all. So we've tried to make it easy. Our our departments have been working on this for the past several months. Um, You will be able to submit the permit online. It's going to be a flat $50 fee. Um, And then your contractor, and this also protects the, consu- the consumer from working with a reputable contractor. The contractor is gonna have an app that they're gonna be able to install and they're gonna be able to submit the photographic evidence, geotag to your location so we can confirm it and we will later issue a certificate of completeness for that permit. So we do believe this is a very critical element, element that we need to have in ter- for the insurance crisis and in terms of looking more attractive to insurance agencies. So that is number six for council consideration. Also, I want to talk, and I know a lot of our council offices and a lot of um, a lot of um, people are interested and very concerned about the coyote problem that we have. We actually were, um, the chamber hosted um, a session for business and elected leaders to go to Austin last week. They actually were dealing with this very same issue. The coyote problem is not something that is unique to Jefferson Parish. Um, coyotes, by nature, don't want to interact with humans. Um, they, when they settle near Suburban areas, they actually change their behaviors and become nocturnal so they don't have to have interaction with humans. Um, But what we found is they come into our neighborhoods because they're simply looking for food. Small cats, mice, um, people who feed cats and leave food out at night, uh, people who don't secure their garbage cans properly. And once they are able to get food in neighborhoods, they have a positive reinforcement that they want to come back into the neighborhood and find more food again. So the council, um, and thank you to the council offices for putting up, uh, we can't trap our way out of this, but I think a strategy of trying to have trappers that are going to kind of target these coyotes that have become um, friendly or thinking that human interaction is okay, uh, we'll probably try to work on that. Um, But the coyote problem is a problem that we're not going to be able to trap our way out of. Actually, a coyote has a home range of about two to five miles. And if you killed all the coyotes in the area, it would soon be replaced with other coyotes taking over that home range. So that really, if you read anything or you talk to any of the people who understand coyote behavior, you're not going to be able to trap your way out of it. But certainly, um, the trappers that we're hiring that are being nuisances to us, or God forbid, you know, a child gets hurt um, or our pets get hurt, needs to come with an education campaign on how we can mitigate that in terms of bringing in our food, making sure our pets are taken care of. And what we're really concerned about is if they end up using snares that some of our pets would actually get caught up in those snares. So we wanna have a public education campaign on this. We're gonna, once the trappers are hired, we're gonna have a meeting on the East Bank and the West Bank to talk more fully about this. But we just wanted to give everybody an update on where we are um, with the coyote problem. Now we have, you know, our JPOs team is working at um, going out and trying to haze coyotes where we know there are sightings. So, anybody who has seen a coyote in their neighborhood, please reach out to us so we can kind of document this. Hazing is trying to reverse the, the learned behavior that they have—that it's okay to come into our neighborhoods by scaring them away again. Um, we also have our environmental department involved in the education process, and our code team going out and kind of um, putting flyers on houses that are. Maybe doing cat feeding and keeping the food out. So we have many teams working on this, along with all of our council offices, to address this issue. So. Thank you, Madam President. Thank
0: Councilman you. Banana.
1: I just want, <coughs> excuse me. I just wanted to thank President Shang and her staff for working on this coyote issue. It's a very complicated issue, very
7: people emotional on both sides. But you know, as she said, we're going to work on a dual approach of education, as well as trapping those coyotes who have become desensitized to humans. But I just want to take a, mention, a moment to mention to people. I bet several people have suggested to me that they're going to shoot the coyotes themselves. And I've told them I strongly recommend against that that they're going to find themselves on the wrong side of the law. You cannot shoot a coyote in Jefferson Parish unless it's absolutely a case of self-defense. So I just want to make sure we get that out there. You cannot legally shoot a gun within the parish limits of Jefferson Parish. And also on another agenda item, I want to thank Sheriff Lapinto. He's donating four high water rescue vehicles to so our fire trucks. So thank you, Sheriff, for that. Uh, hopefully we won't need them this hurricane season. Thank you. Oh. Councilman Edwards? Did,
8: I'm sorry, your mic was on. I thought you... No. Thank you. Councilman Depplin? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And I, I want to say thank you, Madam President. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the longest addresses I've ever gotten from you at the council meeting. But thank you. because But that goes to show you how many how many things we do and care for here on Grand Isle, and, and most of that addresses a lot of the issues that, that we take care of and try to help with our partners here on the island. Uh, you know, from from water to, to signage to drainage, uh, to health care, uh, to animal control, uh, we're here for the island each and every day. And what I want to say, Mayor, to you and your council and your constituents, that it's great to see the island coming back like it is. Uh, you know, you came to the meeting last month, and stated that you roughly have about hundred and sixty five new building permits for the island uh, that that's incredible for any community but to have a barrier island have that taking place is phenomenal and, and and hats off to your team here on the island for making that happen because people have to have confidence into what's taking place uh, to, to, to invest their dollars uh, so i just wanted to state that on something that you won't see on the calendar today but uh... eventually i hope you do Uh, We all know in this room on the island here that uh, mitigating property and the value of property is is a hindrance of development here on the island and areas outside the levy protective system. Half of your properties uh, need to be mitigated, of wetlands mitigation, to to be able to go forward, and there's a cost to that. Uh, My office has been working uh, with some of our colleagues to have a program to help with that mitigation. Uh, You know, that's the biggest waters act that actually is out there that, that dictates that you have to have a wetlands designated area that you have to pay to mitigate land that is considered wetlands. So we have been looking at options. Uh, it'll be coming soon uh, to bring to y'all to look at, uh, options to where maybe we can't change in Congress the Bigger Waters Act, but maybe there's ways we can do grants that would give incentives to have people reinvest into areas like Grand Isle uh, and and help cover that mitigation cost. Uh, That being said, you know as well as I do, lots are expensive, but when they're considered wetlands, they're not. Uh, If we can put those properties on the tax rolls at a higher value long-term, it benefits Grand Isle, and it benefits the parish. So we're looking at some creative ways to try to figure out how to help with the the mitigation of wetlands. That being said, uh, once again, proud to be back here on Grand Isle for the Taubman Rodeo. Uh, It it truly is sportsman paradise, and hopefully uh, we can shine this weekend and let the public know outside of Grand Isle what's taking place here. And and thank you. Anyone else?
0: All right, uh, Mayor Carmendale, to you, your council, your police department, your fire department, um, congrats on the job you've done since Ida. I know it was a, a tough climb and it continues to be a tough climb, but to see what you all have done since then to today is pretty impressive. And I know the fighting you've had to go through and the, the battles you've had to tackle, but um, nice work. I know you always say as long as there's a grain of sand on the island, you'll continue to plant the flag after island, uh, after Ida sand was a problem. There was a lot of sand on this island, and um, you can't tell now. I mean, it's it's two years later, and you all have done a fantastic job, so uh, kudos, and again, we're, we're all happy to be back here with you again for this meeting and for the Tarpon Rodeo. Um, on that note, before we get to you, Mayor Carmadale, the Lieutenant Governor's here. We'd like to welcome him to the podium for a short presentation and some comments. Good morning, good afternoon.
2: Good morning, good morning. Thank you for having me. And uh, and I want to thank Jefferson Parish and Grand Island, all the employees, you know, Since moving, keep Louisiana beautiful under my office. I was down here Sunday with the mayor, and and all the way down, you can see the improvements and how clean it is, uh, considering what everyone's been through. So thank you, uh, Madam President, and your employees, and and Mayor, you and everybody in Grand Isle for taking such pride. I would like to mention, being you mentioned insurance rates, one of the things I've been talking to legislators about, uh, something that could help us in the short term, is if we could deduct the flood insurance from your state taxes. I even talked to Steve Scalise about passing something on the federal. Even if it was only for three or four years to give us a real break to every homeowner, that would make a big difference in everyone's pocket. And, and some of the legislators are looking into legally, can that be done? And can some of that federal money be used for that? So I just wanted to give you that idea. Uh, another thing I'll mention quickly uh, with the weekend and all the people are going to be here, we just unveiled a new um, a campaign to uh, tell people to take a noodle. Uh, That came up with a lady who lost her fiance in the rip currents in Florida. But we've lost over a dozen Louisianans last year in the rip currents. And uh, we're gonna be working to put up signs along all the beaches and state parks in Louisiana. And we're doing some billboards and radio spots for those that are going to Florida to make sure they take a flotation device in the water and how to survive those uh, rip currents because it's taking too many uh, lives of Louisianans. Um, I also want to give you an update on the State Park, and Mayor, thank you and your team for helping us get it back open. It opened back up May 31st. We still have 14 families from the island living there, and they will be able to stay there as long as they need to so they can get back in their home. We also secured $6.5 million. Prior to the storm, we were going to have the longest pier fishing in the whole Gulf along the coast, And, um, and that will be the case once it's rebuilt. It will extend out to about 40 feet of water, so the fishing will be better. The pier will be solid concrete. It will be lit above and underneath. It will have restrooms halfway down. That was a big complaint to people that were fishing on the end of the pier. And um, and we always like to say you can fish anywhere, but you catch fish, in this case, in Grand Isle. So uh, we're real happy to get that back open. And also we're out to bid for private-public partnerships at all of our state parks through October 27th and we sure would like to see some local involvement and things that we can put in this state park to lure more people to the island, more activities. We'll give them the land as long as it makes good sense and it's good for Grand Isle. Uh, We want to talk to those people that may want to invest. And uh, last but not least, uh, I want to encourage everyone, um, the seafood industry, especially the shrimp industry. I see Dean here is really suffering. Two years ago, I got every Lieutenant Governor's support a resolution to ask Congress to pass a bill, five to ten, ten cents a pound inspection on imported seafood. We, we inspect less than 5% of the imported seafood and we reject a long portion of that for being unsafe. If we could get that inspection up to 50%. It would surely give our fishermen a little bit fairer play and feel. Uh, I'm going to Iowa in three weeks to reinstate that resolution and hopefully this year we can get that bill introduced with the support of all the Lieutenant Governors. But we also are rolling out a campaign to ask all Louisianans to ask before you eat. Ask if it's from Louisiana. That will make a big difference and encourage our restaurants, more restaurants, to use Louisiana shrimp. We're gonna be down on the island this weekend filming uh, the rodeo for a promotional video to let the world know the Grand Isle's back open. And we'll put some money behind that video. And we'll also be interviewing the local fishermen to run a series of commercials so the people can see firsthand how important it's not just the shrimp and the crawfish and the crabs and the oysters, what it means to generations of families that have been in that business. And I'll share the first commercial we did uh, with you right now, if I could. Thank you. Louisiana seafood is the best because it's fresh out the Gulf and it's that love and passion that goes in preparing it.
4: This is something that is taught through generations. This is our home, this is what we are taught to do. This is what we love to do. You know, we feed feed America, we feed the state of Louisiana. We just wanna make sure that it stays around for generations to come.
2: We all need to get involved if we're gonna save our seafood industry. Ask before you eat. Demand Louisiana seafood. So they'll be down this weekend, some of the local fishermen, David, and and Dean, uh, as we put these commercials out all over Louisiana so it touches the homes and people realize the important that industry is to allow livelihood. Thank you all for having me. Have a great rodeo. Thank you.
0: I saw former Councilman uh, Jack Rizzuto has walked in since the beginning. When I introduced everybody, has anybody else come in since then? All right. If anybody else pops in, get my attention. Um, now let's have Mayor Carmadell come on up and if you'd introduce your council, please.
4: Absolutely. First of all, uh, I got Brian Bartolome, councilman. I got Melissa Pisani and Pete Basel just got a call the fire department. Uh, he had to run out. I got our chief of police, Scooter West Weber. And again, uh, Land TV is not here and also uh, LG. On behalf of the elected officials of Grand Isle and the residents of Grand Isle, I'm so excited. Uh, you heard the list that you gave through. Uh, you know, it's some of the stuff that we worked together all these times. After it's gonna be two years. It's two years we went through. But you know, going lobbying in Washington, working through the council, working with y'all, and knowing of all the angles that we have to jump over. Two things just hit me a while ago. Just listening to what we're talking about. You know, we talk about mitigation. You know, we're talking about bringing our residents back. And last meeting, I was in Jefferson Parish telling you that we wanted to bring our residents back. So I might look at y'all and tell you that there's there's an opening that maybe um, I have some of my LCD board members I met with last night and over 25 homes were built in Baton Rouge all over Louisiana. And I don't want to hear about a V zone no more. We've been to Washington several times since way back in the 80s. And I keep on bringing this up. I want you to understand that when a hurricane hits in the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, we Americans, we got FEMA shirts sure, on. We go to, in these islands. What we do, Americans, we rebuild them. And 90% of them build on the ground. It's okay. Whatever they got to do. But some kind of way, we got to stick together. Start with the parish. Pass their resolutions. Get with the government. We belong to America, too. We want to bury island. We want to follow the FEMA codes. We want to bring our residents back. We want to bring our residents back. At the same time, the Coast Guard station is up for sale. I talked with Fred. I talked to Steve's police officer. I think there's 14 of them that's there, beautiful little homes. Um, Our dream is to come in and and, and maybe get a piece of that. Uh, Maybe if the Coast Guard saves two or three of them, we could get 10 of them. There's 10 more families we could bring. They're all elevated. There's different angles. But listening to the LCD board, listening to all these people coming in from all over the states, coming to our board meetings, we meet every second Thursday of the month. And they built over 2,500 homes in Louisiana. I just can't understand, we want 40 of them here. We have the diagrams. And you're gonna tell me we live in a V-Zone. I don't wanna hear that more. Some kind of way, we gotta to get to the government and say, let's, let's get together. And these guys is here today, I met with them again yesterday evening, they look at every avenue they can on the Bond Commission, the governor's office. We wanna bring our people home. There's only two things, really, three things to make a living. The all field, which is craftsman. In the shrimping industry, it's horrible. You know, I mean, we got people that has gas, water and gas, and they're fishermen. If I be a main mayor on a Friday at 12 noon, I cut them off. That's something I never did do. Something I never did do because I know they're out there making a living. So something's wrong. You know, we want to know if we belong to America or not. And I'm retired going to Washington, running all over the place. And we're not going to give up. I just want you to understand, and I want the people to understand, we want to do the right thing. We want to elevate our homes, follow all the FEMA codes. You know, just about a year ago, we, I think we are Class B or Class C with the FEMA regulations. We got violations that we give tickets every day. People sneak in, they want to build what they want, and they get mad at us. It's horrible. We're trying to do the right thing, and people want to come home. Every one of the businesses here, it's hard to find employees. They want to come home and go to work. We've got people from out of town coming in. Something's wrong with this. You know, maybe I need to cut the bridge in half and maybe get all the assistance I want for the federal government. I just, we got to start somewhere. Else. We got a beautiful school, beautiful library. We have no crime. We got all these rodeos going on. We had the most, most people you could put on the beach. The last three weekends, it was packed. Everywhere we went, everywhere we went, people shook hands are coming back. And we belong to the. Best parish in Louisiana. You people have been great to us. It's not easy. But when you see a mama coming and come by my snowball ball stance and say, Mr. David, I want to come home. It's hard. It's hard. We've got to get this done. There's no crime. We're island. It's clean. People love this place. Top of the here. I brought all my little posters there. I got two of them right there. Mr. Otto Candy's right there. And I got Mr. Harry Lee on it. It's us. It's all family. I'm just telling you that we want to do the right thing. We've got to change things. When you got a young woman that confinement, me, it's the store, boss and I don't want to come home. Something's wrong. We've got to get the hood, get the hell out of there, change the law. and pass a resolution and say we're gonna do everything right, we're gonna build everything right. In the shrimping industry, I was with Dean, with the lieutenant governor two days ago. Guy from the feet unloaded, his daddy. The a fisherman all from the feet when I had my shrimp boat. Knew his daddy very well. He had 80 cents a pound. He had, I don't know, 100 boxes, Dean? About 100 boxes. He had two of his sons on the back deck. Shaking their heads. Dean's got his crew. And Dean's probably a million in the red right now. We used to have eight shrimp sheds over here. The whole company was booming. So now we're dealing with the coral. Here it is, hurricane season. They're going to come patch up a few rocks. They're going to come in and try to patch things up. They had two years to go through. I'm so worried right now, all of us right here, if a storm comes in the Gulf, it's going to cut the island in half. It's bullshit to take two years from the federal government to come here and decide to put some rocks. And then we got a design we gave them three weeks ago to patch in the most vulnerable spots, which is about 2,500 feet. Two days ago, we got a phone call. We still got 10 more questions to ask you. So what I'm trying to tell you is, they got to have all young. But when you deal with the federal government, the Congress, and the Senators, they all been good to us. But it's sitting on somebody's desk, the higher-ups. And it, it's just unreal. But the bottom line is, if you're talking to you. You see the pictures. we got a native boy. His daddy was the president, Mr. Peco in 1989. Frank Bason was a native young boy raised here. He's the president. And like I said, uh, we're going to enjoy ourselves. People love the island, and I want to thank all of y'all. Y'all got a heart for Grand Isle, and you can hear our people, and you see they want to open our school, which we did. They tried to close that. That ain't going to happen. I can promise you that. Y'all know that. In the meantime, listen to me. If I could bring them young kids back, we got one of the finest gyms, one of the best coaches, the best school teachers, the best principal. Everything that's put together, we don't want to bother nobody. We just want to put them kids in the school bus. The mama kisses them. Remember, if I build 40 little units, the elevator, put an elevator, put the senior city, whatever I gotta do to put in the housing. When the mother goes, I want their mama to kiss that child. Go to work. And I want the, the husband to go to work. Shrimping, all field, whatever you gotta do, go up to work. To make sure that they're safe. There's no crime. There's no crime. Just help. Let's stick together. We're strong. We're all together. With a lot of prayers, we want to bring our people back home. And we love y'all. long as there's one grain of sand to in America, the flag, we ain't going nowhere. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mayor. Notice that I didn't even try to put a time limit on you this year. For appreciate your words. Thank you. And we took you outside of the normal public comment, so you didn't even have to abide by time constrictions. Now, anybody who would like to appear before the council on any um, matter on the agenda or identify,
7: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Councilman That's all it, right. We'll thank you. you. We don't have the normal. Uh, the normal <laughs> I don't buttons. have my stuff. In front right. of me. Uh, I just wanted to thank Mayor Comerdale, Councilman Bartholomew, Councilman Besson, who we had the privilege of, We're here every year for the Tarpon Rodeo as this room is filled. But you, you said something that I think is important for everyone to recognize and anyone who's watching this is that the island is back. <laughs> The island, I mean, we were here two weeks ago and had the privilege of you guys taking my family around and seeing what's going on. I think it bears noting that the island is fully functional and operational. Uh, The restaurants, the entertainment spots, the fishing, the beach life, I mean, it's incredible. When we were down here, I know this Friday and this weekend, I know it's going to be packed at the pavilion, but two weeks ago at the Island Fest, you couldn't. You couldn't squeeze another person in there, you know. I think I think my son had to uh, <laughs> had to crawl between people's legs to get uh, to get inside. And so I, I think it's important to understand. I mean, that's the tourists want to be here, the islanders want to be here, and so um, this this is a critical place for Jefferson Parish. And uh, I read the article that that emanated from our last council meeting about the water line. Uh, and Mayor Common, I don't know if you want to comment on it, but I mean. How important is it that the parish, Jefferson Parish, be the provider of that water? I mean, it's it's been done by LaFouche in the past, hasn't it? Um, and, I mean, yeah, that, that would be a move backwards. So it's important that we as Jefferson Parish do that for you. And I think I I can stand on behalf of the seven council members here and the parish president, you see our commitment. You see the monetary commitment, the physical presence. And that weekend, the Island Fest was full of parish employees making sure that that event uh, goes on. And so uh, I want to encourage everyone to do as I've tried to do and, and be present, be here now. This will be my third weekend in a row uh, on the island, at least for a little while. And so thank you guys for always making it feel like home and for y'all recover this yourselves. You pick up your bootstraps, you, you, you pick up and you put your boots on yourselves and don't look for a handout. And I, I think that's, that's important, that's critical. And that's why the island's so resilient for the last hundreds of years. So thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Council, council people. And also, uh, Councilman Walker, I think with Mr. Rizzuto's former councilwoman, Kenner uh, Councilwoman Maria DeFranchez, I thought I saw. How you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Welcome. Thank you, Council Chairman. I
4: want to thank Mr.
0: Thank you. Anybody else? Okay. Now anybody wishing to appear before the council on any matter on the agenda or addendum agenda can do so now. You need to fill out a request to speak card, hand it in to our clerk. On the side here, you have three minutes. Please give us your name and address for the record.
3: Good morning, and welcome to Grand Isle. My name is Weldon Danos and I'm the Executive Director for the Grand Isle Port Commission. The Grand Isle Port Commission has a port improvement project that consists of repairing the existing bulkhead piers and commercial boat slips along Bayou Regal on both the east and west side of the commercial dock. This commercial dock houses our commercial fishing vessels. The existing bulkhead piers and commercial boat slips were damaged during Hurricane Isaac back in 2015 and are currently unusable and not safe to use. We have been unable to repair this area due to not being able to acquire all of the necessary funding in order to do so. This project has been ongoing for eight years and this area continues to incur damage from hurricanes due to the existing conditions. Tidal surges and flooding are occurring, damaging the inland port property. Additionally, the Grand Isle Port Commission is losing thousands of dollars of revenues because we cannot use these boat slips. When we began this project in 2015, the total cost was $2 million. FEMA gave us $1 million and we were able to obtain capital outlay funding in 2018 of 500000 Jepson Parish gave us $500,000 in 2021. By that time, due to FEMA delays, the project costs increased from $2 million to $3.5 million. So we were short again in funding. In 2022, we requested $500,000 from capital outlay, but did not receive any funding. This year, in 2023, we rebid the project and the cost increased again from 3.5 million to 4.2 million. So we were short again of 2.2 million dollars. We fought hard during the most recent capital outlay legislative session and were able to obtain 1.8 million dollars, the most ever received from the state for the Grand Isle Port Commission. The Grand Isle Port Commission wishes to thank Senator Pat Connick and Representative Joe Ogeron for fighting for us in Baton Rouge. Others like Mayor Commodale and Dean Blanchard also fought a lot for us. So now we stand at $400,000 short and are coming before you to request funding of this $400,000 from Jefferson Parish. This is resolution number three on the addendum agenda. The contractor has held the bid of $4.2 million and if we can get this $400,000, this contract will be awarded and the repair project can begin
0: soon. 15 seconds. If,
3: if we do not receive it, we will lose the $3.8 million. We'd like to expend a special thanks to Councilman at Lords Ricky Template and Marion Edwards for helping us along the way. It's been eight years. We're at the one-yard line. We need your help to score a touchdown and get this project going. Thanks for the consideration and allowing me to speak before you today. Hope that you enjoy your stay in Grand Isle.
0: Thank you. Is there anyone else who would like to speak on an item on the agenda or addendum agenda? That's it, really? (laughs) (laughs) Mayor Carminell got his time. All right, that's all for that. And and of course, there's uh, public comment at the end of the meeting for items that are not on the agenda. Uh, Madam Clerk, item number one, please, on the agenda.
5: A resolution selecting a firm for a two-year contract to provide for post-disaster debris, monitoring and management services in accordance with Federal Emergency Management Agency guidelines for the Department of Environmental Affairs under RFP number 0458.
0: Councilman Temple, your selection??
8: Let me put on a mic this time. I move on Thomason Consulting Services LLC.
0: Any objection to the selection of Thompson Consulting Services, LLC, on motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. We have an executive session item that I have a note that we'll defer today. Item number two will be deferred to August 9th. Councilman Template, your motion on that? I move. Any objection to the deferral of item two on motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number three, please, Madam Clerk.
5: (laughs) Summary number 26164, adding the cutting and removal charges for grass, noxious weeds or other deleterious or unhealthful growths, trash, debris, refuse or discarded or noxious matter pursuant to the Jefferson Parish Code of Ordinances section 19-27 to the annual ad valorem tax bill of the premises or property involved.
0: We now open the public hearing for Summary Number 26164. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone in opposition, please come forward. Madam Clerk, no no one has appeared. Councilman Templet, your motion. I move favorable. Any objection to the approval of Summary Number 26164 on motion of Councilman Templet, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item Number 4, please.
5: Summary Number 26165, adding pursuant to the Jefferson Parish Code, Section 19-53, the demolition and removal charges for buildings, dwellings, and other structures which have been determined by the Bureau of Administrative Adjudication to be derelict (coughs) and present, present a danger to the health and welfare of the residents of Jefferson Parish, to the annual ad valorem tax rolls, and to provide for related matters.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number 26165. Anyone in favor, please come forward. And when in opposition, please come forward. Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Templet. I move favorably. Any objections to the approval of summary number 26165 on motion of Councilman Templet, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number five, please.
5: Summary number 26166, adding the fines and hearing costs assessed by the Bureau of Administrative Adjudication pursuant to LSARS 13, colon 2575, 3 123649 in the code, section 19-53 for buildings, dwellings, and other structures which have been determined to be derelict and present a danger to the health and welfare of the residents of Jefferson Parish under sections 1946 et sec of the code to the annual advocate and tax rolls and to provide for related matters.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number two six one six six. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone in opposition? Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Template.
8: I move favorably.
0: Any objections to the approval of summary number two six one six six on motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number six, please.
5: Summary number two six one six seven, amending chapter eight of the code relative to requiring a building permit for one and two family dwellings when re roofing and or replacement of roof covering exceeds 50% of the total roof area, establishing a permit fee for such permit and providing for related matters.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number 26167. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed? Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Template. I move in favor. Any objection to the approval of summary number 26167? A motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number seven, please.
5: Summary number 26168, amending the Code, Chapter 2, Administration, Article 5, Departments, Division 11, Department of Sewerage, Section 2-272, Qualifications, Appointment and Salary of Director, Subsection A, and to provide for other related matters.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number 26168. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed? Madam Clerk, note that no one appeared. Councilman Template. I move favorably. Any objection to the approval of summary number 26168? A motion of Councilman Temple seconded by (laughs) Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number eight, please.
5: Summary number 26169, amending ordinance 13709, the executive pay plan to revise the pay grade for the position of director of code compliance and enforcement and to provide for related matters.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number 26169. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, note that no one appeared. Councilman Templin. I move. Any objection to the approval of summary number 26169? A motion of Councilman Templin, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number nine, please.
5: Summary number 26170, amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to revise the pay grade assignment and class title for the classification of assistant parish clerk.
0: We now open the public hearing for summary number 26170. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed? Madam Clerk, note that no one appeared. Councilman Template, your motion. I move. Any objection to the approval of summary number 26170 and motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 10 with amendments, please, the operating budget.
5: Summary number 26171, amending the 2023 operating budget and the amendments are as follows. Allocate $10,000 from Council District 2's off-track betting to the Environmental Department's Professional Services Account to provide funding for an emergency purchase order for Coyote Management Services. Allocate $10,000 from Council District 5's off-track betting to the Environmental Department's Professional Services Account to provide funding for an emergency purchase order for Coyote Management Services. Allocate $772 from Council District 5's off-track vetting to traffic engineering to provide funding for a roadway signage for the Greater Pontchartrain Garden Civic Association.
0: Any objections? Is that all, uh, Madam Clerk? No,
5: sorry. sir. Uh, allocate ten thousand dollars from Council District Ford's video poker to the Environmental Department's Professional Services account to provide funding for an emergency purchase order for coyote management services. Allocate $5,000 from Council District 1's Video Poker to the Environmental Department's Professional Services Account to provide funding for an emergency purchase order for Coyote Management Services. Allocate $5,000 from Council District 1's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to the Environmental Department's Professional Services Account to provide funding for an emergency purchase order for Coyote Management Services. Allocate $8,000 from Council District 1's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to the Environmental Department's Mosquito Control Special Events account for aerial spraying over the Barataria Basin. Allocate $50,000 from Council District 1's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to Property Management Capital for the Children's Advocacy Center Relocation and Renovation Project, Wright Avenue. And... Uh, remove the proposed section 4 of the amendment to the operating budget for council district 2. And that's all of the amendments I have for item 10.
0: Thank you madam clerk. Any objections to those amendments being brought from the floor? Hearing none, Councilman Templet your motion on the amendments. I move. Any objections to the adoption of the amendments? A motion of Councilman Templet seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none so ordered we're now over the public hearing for summary number 26171. Anyone in favor please come forward. Anyone opposed? Madam Clerk, note that no one appeared. Councilman Template? I move. Any objections to the approval of summary number 26171, a motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none,
7: so ordered. Council Chairman, if I may? Yep. Uh, for those watching, and I know there's a, there's a number of people who have contacted me over the last week related to the Coyote issue that both Councilman Bonanno and Paris President Lee Shang uh, spoke about earlier. Uh, for anyone watching, the what we just approved was the item to address the coyote issue. And so uh, due to a joint proposal by uh, multiple council districts, including uh, District 4, uh, we've put up funds along with uh, the parish administration putting up the balance. Uh, there are professional services being hired, trappers being hired to, uh, to bait and um, and take the appropriate measures with whatever coyotes Uh, are found. Uh, In fact, as I'm told as of yesterday by one of the trappers, that two were found in the Senegal retreat area in District 4. So it does appear there's some uh, some movement there. This is definitely an issue. I mean, I've been in basically every neighborhood in Jefferson Parish over the last couple of months and I can tell you it's coming up pretty much in every neighborhood. Maybe not seeing them, but certainly the concern is undoubtedly parish-wide. And um, to echo what Councilman Banano stated, as far as the legality of shooting, there's another major issue there as well. While we have people want to take matters into their own hands who are not necessarily professionals, there's a number of other risks that could arise, uh, not the least of which is uh, this presupposes that the individuals shooting are expert marksmen. Um, very easily, part of the experts from wildlife and fisheries and the other entities in the sheriff's office and others get concerned. They could miss. They could hit someone's pet could hit someone's child, could hit uh, a person down the street or miss and hit a house, that sort of thing. There's a lot of dangers that come with it, so that's why the parish, we are hiring the professionals to address the issue directly and um, and make it, and hopefully eradicate or alleviate this situation as much as possible. Thank you, Council Chairman.
0: Thank you, and uh, I didn't mean to omit Ruth Lawson from the Jefferson Chamber earlier. She is joining us today as well. Thanks for being here. Uh, Item number 11 with amendments, please, Madam Clerk, the capital budget.
5: Summary number 26172, an ordinance amending the 2023 capital budget and the amendments are as follows. Recognize a transfer of $50,000 from Council District district 1's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to property management capital Children's Advocacy Center relocation and renovation project, Wright Avenue. Allocate $200,000 from Gulf of Mexico Energy Security Act of 2006, Go Mesa, to the Grand Isle Port Commission for a First Amendment to the CEA to provide repairs to the bulkhead at the Grand Isle Port to protect the island from tidal surge. Council District 1. Allocate $200,000 from Council at Large A's CDIA General Fund to the Grand Isle Port Commission for a First Amendment to the CEA to provide repairs to the bulkhead at the Grand Isle Port to protect the island from tidal surge, Council District at Large A. Allocate $1,165,607 from Council District Three CDIA General Fund for the Farmers Market Project allocates $70,000 from Council at Large, a C.D.I.A. general fund for a CEA with the City of West Hugo for their Safer Streets project. And that's all of the amendments I have.
0: Any objections to those amendments being brought from the floor? <coughs> Hearing none, Councilman Templin, your motion on the amendments. I move. Any objections to the adoption of the amendments? A motion of Councilman Templin, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered, we now open the public hearing for summary number 26172. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed? Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Template. I move. Any objections to the approval of summary number 26172? A motion of Councilman Template seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Resolutions and motions from the floor. Madam Clerk, please call the roll.
5: Councilwoman Van Rankin. Yes, ma'am. If you could read that one. Thank you. No, ma'am, I don't have one for you. Okay. Councilman Edwards.
1: Uh, I have none.
5: Councilman Bonanno.
1: I have one, ma'am, if you could read it
5: a resolution appointing Peter Waring from Unity of Greater New Orleans, Inc., to the Jefferson Parish Homeless Task Force, representing a nonprofit that currently provides services to the homeless population.
0: Any objections to that resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so we now open the public hearing on that resolution. Anyone in favor or opposition, please come forward. Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Banana. Move approval. Any objections to the adoption of that resolution brought forward in motion by Councilman Bonanno, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered.
5: Councilman Lee. I believe I have one. Yes, sir. A resolution approving the addition of a subcontractor to the architectural and engineering services contract between the Parish of Jefferson and Meyer Engineers Limited to provide improvements and renovations to recreation sites located in Consolidated Jefferson Recreation and Playground and Community Center District on an as-needed basis.
0: Any objections to that resolution be brought from the floor? Hearing none. We now open the public hearing on that resolution. Anyone in favor or opposition, please come forward. <laughs> Madam Clerk, note that no one has appeared. Councilman Lee. I move. Any objections to the adoption of that resolution brought forward a motion by Councilman Lee, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so
8: ordered.
5: Councilman Walker. I have none. Councilman Templet. I have none. Councilman Impostato. I do not. And I have and I've completed the roll.
0: Thank you, Madam Clerk. That takes us to Consent Agenda 1. And Councilman Templet, your motion on the in-global adoption of that consent agenda. I move. Any objections to the in-global adoption of consent agenda items 13 through 35 on motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 36, please, Madam Clerk. A resolution extending
5: the... Interim Development Standards in Section 2 of the Council Resolution Number 140056, adopted July 27, 2022, which established standards for historical horse racing, off-track wagering facilities, and other gaming establishments for a period of six additional months or until the effective date of final council action, whichever comes first.
0: I'm missing 36 on my agenda, Madam Clerk. I don't see that in front of me. Whose motion is that?
5: That would be um, Councilman Edwards.
0: Uh, any objections to the adoption of that resolution? A motion of Councilman Edwards, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. So that brings us to Consent Agenda 2, right? Yes. Sir. Okay. Mine stopped at 35.
5: Um, you have
0: I have it now. I mean, we're past it, so it's fine. Um, Councilman Template, your motion on the in adoption of Consent Agenda 2, items 36 through 54, minus 37, which is to be canceled, and 38 and 43, which are to be deferred until August 9th, and 51, which is to be amended. I move. Any objections to the in adoption of Consent Agenda items 36 through 54, minus 37, which is to be canceled, and 38 and 43, which will be deferred to August 9th, and 51, which is to be amended, a motion of Councilman Template seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Yes, sir. Item number 51 now, Madam Clerk.
5: A resolution approving an amendment to the Internal Audit Risk Assessment and Annual Work Plan for the 2023 fiscal year and the amendments in the sixth whereas um, and its water safety and... Patrons of LaFreniere Park Incorporated is the new language. They removed vendor payments. And in Section 2, again, removing uh, the wording vendor payments and replacing it with Patrons of Lafayette Park Incorporated.
0: Councilman Template, your motion on the amendments being brought from the floor for Item 51? I move. Any objections to the adoption of Item 51 as amended? A motion of Councilman Template seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. That takes us to the addendum agenda and Item number 55, please. And, Councilman Template, your motion on the adoption of addendum agenda items 1 through 10 minus item 3, which is to be amended. I move. Any objections to the adoption of addendum agenda items 1 through 10 minus 3, which is to be amended on motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered, that takes us to item number 3, please, with amendments, Madam
1: Clerk.
5: A resolution approving a First Amendment to the Cooperative Endeavor Agreement between the Parish of Jefferson and the Grand Isle Port Commission to provide additional funding at a cost not to exceed $400,000 towards repairs to the bulkhead at the Grand Isle Port to protect the island from tidal surge, thereby increasing the maximum amount of the agreement from $500,000 to $900,000. And the uh, amendment is to... uh, Referencing the uh, account number, and the correct account number is 44530-4007-7680.324, at-large ACDIA general fund.
0: Councilman Edwards, your motion on the amendments being brought from the floor for Item 3.
1: Move to approve.
0: Any objections to the adoption of item three as amended? A motion of Councilman Edwards, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 56 in special districts, please. A resolution.
5: Room to enter into an annual maintenance agreement with Motorola to provide annual network maintenance system monitoring and local troubleshooting and or repair for all radio consoles and network infrastructure located at the primary 911 center located at 910 3rd Street in Gretna. This annual, this renewal will cost an amount not to exceed $114,695.04 annually.
0: Councilman Temple your motion? I move. Any objection to the adoption of the resolution on a motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. No new business, no status reports. Anyone who would like to appear before the Council on special subject matters can do so now. Any item that's not on the agenda? And that was easy. Thank you all. Madam Clerk, please read ordinances for introduction and publication in summary.
5: An ordinance submitted under docket number WS1023, approving the preliminary flag of subdivision of part of lot FF17A1, Shadow Lake Subdivision, Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, into lots FF17X and FF17Y, Shadow Lake Subdivision, in accordance with the plan by Tilden J. Dufresne, Jr. Um, An ordinance submitted under docket number WS5023, 23 approving the preliminary and final plot of subdivision of a p- portion of Fairfield Plantation Tracts A and B, per title Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, into Tract FT Fairfield Plantation Subdivision. Um, An ordinance to amend Ordinance Number 14796, the Pay Plan for the Classified Service of Jefferson Parish, to revise the pay grade assignment for the class of libra- librarian. Technician and ordinance amending the 2023 operating budget of the parish, and ordinance amending the 2023 capital budget of Jefferson Parish. That's all of the items I have to read to summary.
8: Thank
0: you, Madam Clerk. And I want to get everybody's attention real quick before we adjourn. This is the grand finale as Council Clerk for Miss Eula Lopez today. At least, at least during the meeting, she's going to be here. Yeah, go ahead, give her the uh, ovation she deserves. Oh, She'll still be here yeah. through the end of the year, but Elizabeth next to her is going to uh, take over the clerk duties after this meeting. And we can't thank you enough for what you've done um, you know, since I've been here over the past three and a half years, the tremendous help that you've been, I can probably speak for Ricky that uh, when we screw up, you're there immediately and you put us back in line. You make sure that we are doing the right things and we don't go out of order and we don't do anything that we're not supposed to do. You keep us on the straight and narrow and it's much appreciated. And your work on this council and for this parish for so many years is appreciated and will not be forgotten. And I know we'll tell you really goodbye later, but this is this is kind of a, a moment because it's your last one behind that microphone. And you're the only one I've ever known back there. So we'll definitely miss you.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: I know you love the spotlight, too, so <laughs> I'm sure you enjoyed that. Does anybody else have anything? All right. Thank you very much, Ms. Eula. And is there any... Oh, I need to... Did we adopt the ordinances no. read in summary? Okay. Any objections to the adoption of the ordinances read into summary? A motion of Councilman Template, seconded by Councilman Walker. Hearing